0: And we've got episode 76 of the Cherokee Rewind. I am Mick, and, well, my guest this time around is also Mick. He is a guy that played a couple seasons back at the turn of the century. Makes us sound old, but it just seems like only one. (laughs) Uh, 1999, 2000, 2000, 2001 for this young man, and he goes by the name of Mickey Meehan. And Mickey, I always do a thing where I try to remember your jersey number, and I think I remember yours because like I said the, a few of the guys back then stood out, and you were one of those standouts and if i rem- I'm trying to remember yes sir, hot dog man I'm a- you're good you' are good ninety eight percent of the time I am dead wrong, so I <laughs> mean before I pat myself on the back, uh no, not gonna happen. But
1: anyway, no, eighteen, yep. Nope. And that was the first time I was eighteen. It, it was it, what Cherokee started it. Um, so I was eighteen when I got to the Cherokee, and it lasted through college for me. Wow! It was still, still, <laughs> still one of my favorite numbers to this day because I, I, I felt like I played some good hockey in that number.
0: You sure did. At least, at least your start. I, I, I didn't get to see you when you were out in Arizona, but. Uh
1: well, I, that it, it went downhill from there.
0: <laughs> well, hey, it all it happens to all of us sometimes. But uh now what number did five. you wear prior to that?
1: Oh god, I was um so I was in Wisconsin before Toledo for a year and I think I was number five out there.
0: As a problem. Um, but
1: growing up Yeah, growing up I had low numbers. I was three, four, uh six. Um I mean I was four on my midget double a team when we won nationals right before i left to go to wisconsin and then toledo
0: wow and you never played defense during that time nope always offense wow that's weird okay i'm just saying from the number standpoint (laughs) but uh but okay well let's get started i mean obviously uh now are you originally from uh, the chicago area
1: yes skokie uh 10 minutes north of chicago
0: gotcha okay, so you were the you were the uh, skokie kid um now
1: yes that was
0: um what was it like back then when you were a little kid that you can remember what was the hockey scene like for you guys I mean obviously everyone's in love with the Blackhawks, or of course back then it was kind of there was kind of uh tough times for the hawks but
1: um yeah. I was a St. Louis blues fan growing up. I was a Brett Hull fan. Really? Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. I love Brett Hull. How
0: did that play out in, you know, there when you're in Chicago turf?
1: Well, I had two older brothers and one was a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. One was a Wayne Gretzky fan. And I think he liked the Red Wings even, um, which there you go. Oh man. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, none of us were really a Blackhawks fan until we aged, and <laughs> just now we now we all love the Blackhawks. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Growing up, I I I followed players more than teams, I guess. And I, I was Brett Hull fan growing up. Okay. Uh, my my middle brother was Wayne Gretzky, and eldest was I think Mario Lemieux.
0: Holy, well, you guys picked some good guys to you know like. But I'm just, it just not not too bad. No, not too bad <laughs> at all. Hall of Famers, yeah, I guess that'll do. But no, um, it's just, it's just the idea that, uh, you know, being right in the heart of Blackhawks country and you're, you know, anyone, but, you know, but I guess that's just me. I'm old school. I
1: grew up. Like you said, they're struggling back then. Yeah, true. You know, they're, they're tough, tough to watch.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was always, uh, obviously a Red Wings fan, but I, I mean, it got to the point where, because, uh, players back then would, uh change teams and stuff so much I figured well I'm just basically cheering for laundry so I guess that's probably why uh, you went with players instead of teams but um it was that was back of course when in when you played in Toledo that was back when the Red Wings were in their heyday uh, I remember them when I was a kid they were the dead things they were the dead wings the dead things I mean back in I can remember back when Mike Illich took over the Red Wings and basically he gave away a car at every home game just to get butts in the seats. And so smart, smart moves. yeah, not Yeah. When, when you're, when you're kind of reduced to that, it's not good, but we all know <laughs> the story. Once they got better, once they drafted Steve Y And et cetera, et cetera. But, um, oh, yeah. but uh, now what got you really into the game itself? Was it, uh, watching the game on television? Uh, Was it, uh, you know, some kids way back when remember the Mighty Ducks, uh, all that kind of stuff?
1: Uh, It was mainly my older brothers. My older brothers were playing, um, and and I kind of, uh, I know a neighbor across the street were playing, and we'd always go outside and mess around. Um, But, I mean, I was on skates at the age of four, and, and I was... Playing with my brothers there, one was a year and a half older than me. The others uh, three and a half years older than me. So we just all played together and we hockey just came about. My dad never played it. He, he was a basketball player. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I, I, we saw a couple of neighbors playing it and we loved the game. And we just started from there. And uh, we had a cousin that played it growing up also. So kind of just a family thing growing up and playing hockey together.
0: I was gonna say at least in at least at your generation because if your folks weren't really into the into the game, you know that that's what kind of caught me because usually you hear the story about yeah my dad put me on skates or my mom uh, my mom uh, was a figure skater and she was always at the rink so I took to the game blah 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 you know that's kind of it's a little different.
1: I do think my mom knows how to skate but I don't think my dad does. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah. That's a true story. I think my mom did say she knows how to skate, but my dad, I've seen him on ice and it's not pretty.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, we know, we, we know then obviously you got your skating skills from your mom, Uh, but um, (laughs) just remind your dad of that whenever he gives you a hard time about anything. Hey dad, I got, I got my skate. I got my hockey skills from mom. So, you know,
1: get, get I <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, anyway, so now, uh, how old are you when you first started playing organized? Uh, was that like house league or...
1: yeah, mighty mites? I think what is yeah, mighty I mites? did house league for like a year and then mighty mites, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I I remember just going to lessons and they had these little, they're like. Walkers that old people use just for ice, just so you can hold yourself up. And I just remember as a little kid falling nonstop and trying to use that thing and and get going. And and I mean, I had some great instructors growing up, and I was, had some great coaches, and just listened, took it in, and tried my best. And having two older brothers that beat me up all the time and and played played hockey with me, and I just wanted to be better and. That's that's how it got going and and started. So, I just fell in love with the game.
0: So let's talk a little bit here about uh, when you were younger. Um, who were? Do you remember your coaches at all? As far as uh, when you first started playing.
1: Oh yeah, I yeah I've had some coaches that I mean my my dad still talks to a gentleman named Bruno Bragnola probably. one of the greatest coaches I've ever had. Um, I think he's up in Sault Ste. Marie right now. Um, I'm not, not positive. He's still, I believe he's still coaching. I I think he went to the OHL, Um, but he, he was a tremendous coach of mine growing up. And that was, that was probably Pee Wee Bantam age. Um, I mean, I had Mike Olson with the Northwest chargers and he was with Skokie for a little bit growing up. Um, But I won nationals under Mike Olson uh, in 1998 with, uh, the Northwest Chargers, which he was an amazing coach and put together some great teams. And he he was the reason I went to the Chargers um, was to play under him because I, I knew him from Skokie and he wanted me to come there. And I, I became a national championship because I did that. Um, so it, it was nice. And it's a year that I, I mean, I still talk to the teammates all the time and, and pretty much every year. Um, I, but but Bruno, Mike Olson. Uh, and then, I mean, Todd and Kirk and Witten probably taught me how to fight. And I, I wouldn't even say I still know how to fight or I know how to fight. It's just he was the first guy who told me to just put, put your hands together. Just grab the one shoulder of the guy with your non-throwing hand and just bring those two hands together and just keep going. And and I just took that advice and, and I, I think I became somewhat better of a fighter. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't a fighter at all, but. Um, but you could protect he, yourself. He, he, he taught me to be a little more physical. I'll say.
0: Oh, that's a good thing. Now, um, now, when you after you uh, tell, we're not. I'm not going to skip over this. Tell me what it was like, you know, playing for the Northwest Chargers. Because I mean, obviously, winning a national championship is a big deal, and you can't. We can't just glaze over that. Uh, tell me what it was like for you uh, that season. I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously you're following the coach that you really thought the world of, but what was it that made that team so special? I mean, were there guys that you had known playing, uh, grown up playing with, or were these all mostly new guys that you just met when you came into that locker room for the first time?
1: Mostly new guys that I just met. Um, and, and truthfully, they, they took me in and it was, it was, it was mainly chemistry. It was just a chemistry thing. We all got along. We all made fun of each other the right amount. I mean, it, it, it all just came along You know, the chemistry. We all played our parts. We knew our roles. We, we listened to the coach, and, and that was one of the reasons. And we had a great assistant coach, Andy Wallace, on that team. Um, but I I just – because that was my senior year. Um, and Skokie, I don't think, had a team. And that's why I was forced when I was a little bit older to move um, – from the scope. Sk- I, I grew up Skokie flyers and then I played a year at Winnetka warriors or two years at Winnetka. And then the one year at Northwest chargers, my senior year. And, um, that was because of the coach. He asked me to come there and, um, play with all these guys. And, and I don't know if maybe he smoothed it over with the guy saying, I'm going to bring this kid in. Um, but it, it was honestly chemistry. I got along with everybody there. We hung out all the time. We're good friends. We're still good friends. Um, I mean, we, it was just a great team, all in all.
0: Well, uh, let me ask you, um, how did you play a lot on that team? Did you see a lot of ice time? Or, I mean, were you uh, one of, in the top two lines, top two lines at all? Or?
1: Yes. Yeah, I was, uh, I think we had, Two probably top two lines I, I was I was definitely one of the top two lines, but we had two stellar lines i mean we had, we had four great lines I mean you don't win nationals with only two lines um but we we had four stellar lines um, but yes, I was one of the leading scores on the team um and it was it, it, but every, everybody i mean we had i mean the the worst player on the team was was going places because he was good, just as good as me. I mean, it, wow. it, it's the whole team was just stellar.
0: Can't ask for more than that. I mean, now how hard was that? <laughs> Do you think that you would have played high school if your if Skokie had a team?
1: Um so I didn't no, I my high school kind of had a team. I just didn't they weren't that respectable I guess <laughs> at that time. Um and they're split between two uh schools at the time i think and i wasn't a fan of the coach i kind of knew him but i wasn't really a fan of him um so i I didn't really want to play for my high school um i just i don't know so i played travel outside of high school and then after high school went to wisconsin for the year and then came and joined you folks in toledo for a while
0: (laughs) we'll be getting to that here shortly i guess i'm just kind of just chronologizing chronicalizing. All of this stuff. I'll get that out eventually. It's only English, my mother tongue. What do I know? Anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, so when you, I mean, did you run into any of that, any hassle from uh, guys in, in your high school that knew you played travel and you didn't play for your high school team?
1: Yeah, there's some. Yeah, there, I mean, the kids on the high school team thought they're the cat's ass because they're playing for – high school hockey or when they'd walk around with an arrogance. And I mean, I just, I didn't care. I was like, whatever you guys do your thing, have fun. Like, I think deep down, they knew that if they played any one of my teams at that time, they'd get smoked. Um, like it, it, it wouldn't have even been a competition. I mean, they were not the best hockey players. I mean, I Skopies had some decent hockey players, but they were mainly playing travel, not for Niles West high school. <laughs>
0: gotcha. gotcha. So that's I mean and you know and that's a lot of times that's the case. I mean like here in Toledo for a long time that was the case also uh in the Toledo area. I mean you had the high school kids playing high school and they were decent. They were they were okay. But man you put them up against the travel weary kids. I mean those are the kids that you know they train they are used to playing road big time road schedules going to toronto or boston or to chicago or to wherever for tournaments they're used to all that you know wear and tear on you and they build up that endurance well you know they they you know you put them side by side with a high school team wouldn't be pretty well now to be fair though the high school kids here have gotten much better you know they really have and i think it's because of a lot of the coaches that are coaching now here in the area so I tip my hat to them, but you do run across, you do run across some high schools that now teach and have these kids better prepared to play travel. Uh, you know, I mean, Chicago. Oh, we, had,
1: we had great high schools. We had, yeah. we had some great high school teams growing up uh, Loyola Ramblers was a great new Trier was a great high, high school hockey team. Um, they were great. Um, but it was just my Niles West was not, wasn't, wasn't so great. So I, <laughs> wasn't one of so them. I was like, eh, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't one of them. So yeah. I, I played travel. Um, I think my brothers played for the high school for a year or two. And that's kind of why I I saw the team. I went to a couple of the games and I was just like, nah, this ain't for me. I was like, I don't know.
0: Nope. It's I don't know.
1: <laughs> high school hockey was a little different than travel. A little, a little trippier, I guess, or I don't know.
0: It was more physical. Well, it was much more um, aggressive and intense. Plus, the skill skill level was higher. You know, I mean, that's usually what most people tell me is that the skill, the the, uh, the ability, your ability has to match what your what's on the ice. And in travel, at least that's the experience that most these, all the guys I've talked to have told me their reasoning for playing travel over high school was they liked the competition. It was better competition. So, and especially to the fact that you don't, you know, you're not going to play high school and then be done and just rest on your laurels. A lot of the guys, a lot of you guys all wanted to play at a higher level and keep going.
1: Oh, yep. That, that was the dream.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It always is. Uh, but now, so now you go and you finish, you win a title with Northwest, uh, First off, uh that had to be insane. Like for you and your parents and your family, I mean, the fact that you guys were able to uh win a national championship at a at, at, at that young of an age, you know? I mean, that had to be crazy for them. Uh did you what drew you to want to go play hockey in Wisconsin or were you uh were you drafted or what was the deal there?
1: Um I was going to junior tryouts um, all over the place. Uh, I went got Iowa, Springfield. I got all over the place for junior tryouts. And then I was trying out for the Green Bay Gamblers. Um, and I th- I thought I had a great camp. Um, and I, I saw a gentleman walking uh, through like the locker room area where they're going to post the cuts and stuff and i just asked him i was just like hey do you know if they posted the cuts um and he's like no he's like what's your name and i was like mickey mean he's like oh there's no way they're going to cut you uh but he was like but if they do and he gives me his card as for the northeast wisconsin Roadrunners. runners it was a triple a team uh that that was supposed to kind of be a feeder into the gamblers mm-hmm. i guess so to say um but he's like but if they cut you which obviously they did <laughs> um Come give me a call. We'd love to have you on the team. Um, and i I knew I wasn't ready for cotton, so this was my first year after high school. I graduated '98, first year out, out of high school. I, I knew I wasn't ready to go straight to college. I wanted to do the junior routes. I, I I knew I needed to mature a little bit more, and I thought juniors would have done that, which I, it absolutely did. Um, but the northwest, the northeast Wisconsin roadrunners road is just offered me that opportunity to come up and play for them. I thought it would have fed maybe into the gamblers, really didn't. Um, and then Toledo. I don't, I don't even know how Toledo came about.
0: Oh, okay. Well, what kind of season was it like in Wisconsin? I mean, uh, what uh, what was the hockey like?
1: Uh, not bad. I mean, it was a triple-A team. So it, it was a mid-triple-A team. Um, it, it Not bad. I mean, we played – all the A teams in Wisconsin. Um, I, I, God, I think we played Bell Tire and all those in Michigan. Also, uh, Little Caesars, um, the, the Honey Baked Hams, all them. I think as well. Um, we didn't have a bad team. We had a good little team. Um, but I mean, we we probably were middle of the pack. I wouldn't say we, we we're top dogs in our league. Um, but we were probably middle of the pack, and it was a decent season. Um, I just have. I wasn't a huge fan of Green Bay, Wisconsin because I was from Chicago, but
0: you don't know why that was,
1: is. <laughs> so so, so there's that, but I mean, it was it was met some great people out there, some great friendships. Um, Braden Brayden who went to Toledo my first year with me. Um, he, I met him in Wisconsin. Um, but yeah, it was so, just a good time.
0: Okay, so now, uh, so you don't remember how you ended up in Toledo? You, you weren't drafted, or uh, did you just go to a camp?
1: I, I, I'm i trying to think if Omi, I don't know if he saw me playing for the Roadrunners or not. I I honestly do not recall how Toledo came about.
0: <laughs> All you remember is you, you showed up one day. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean i I remember going to the tryout and trying out um and I don't think I got drafted i think I just made the team on a tryout
0: still that had to be pretty
1: right.
0: that' be pretty weird too considering the fact that they had just won the nationals the year before was there any was
1: it right, it was the year right before or two years before
0: well they won nine it was the 97 98 season so you were there so, 99 2000 so two years before
1: correct two years two years before yeah um maybe i was drafted i truly mick did I... <laughs> that's all <laughs> too, right too much too much partying in my days mick. Uh, And yeah well uh, we'll
0: get to that <clears throat> anyway uh <laughs> but uh so I just, no, but I'll, I just was trying to figure out how you got in there. And if you remember anything, do you remember th- anything about the camp itself? Uh, the tryout camp? I mean, when you first walked in there, was there any kind of trepidation on your end? Or, or were you just looking to try and say, hey, I belong?
1: I was just looking to play hockey. I mean, I was going to tryout for the past two years. I mean, I was doing junior A tryouts. I was doing, um, I must've been drafted. I think so. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, but, but I, I just remember playing at the tryout and I mean, I, I wanted to show them that I belonged. Um, I wanted to show them that I, I'm not, I'm here to play hockey. Like I, I, hockey was my escape also. I mean, it, it got me away from everything outside of the rink. It got me away from the world, people, girls and school all that hockey was my escape and and when once i hit the ice i was in my own zone and i just wanted to play i didn't thought of nothing else you have no time to think of anything else when you're playing hockey Did which you is give, great
0: i was gonna say did you give any thought at all to maybe playing somewhere closer to home like in junior, junior?
1: Um, they really didn't i mean chicago didn't really have a great junior crowd at the time i think now they have the chicago steel which really wasn't Around, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, they. I but mean, no, I... they had back then. They had,
0: uh, yeah, USHL. But I mean, even whether it's uh, NAHL yeah. or they had the yeah, force the, or somebody I think like the that. Freeze the freeze, the freeze. That was it. Yeah, because they moved from Detroit yeah. to Chicago back then. It was a right. they were the Detroit Freeze, and they moved to Chicago, so they're the Chicago Freeze. And
1: yeah, I think I tried out for them and just didn't make the team. I mean. Couldn't make the A squads, so, so I, put, I went to junior B.
0: Hey, nothing wrong with that, because trust me, well, the difference back uh, it, it was the right then, path
1: for me, probably.
0: Yeah, and, and here's the thing, is that there are, back then, they didn't have as many uh, teams as they do now. I mean, my gosh, they've got half a million teams in uh, the NAHL all over the country. They didn't have that many teams when back then, so you're a bit. Yep. You could be, you could have junior A talent, but just because there wasn't an available spot for you, there was plenty of junior A talent that trickled down to junior B. And I watched you play, and you were one of those kids. You had junior A talent, well, just that you. there wasn't a spot for you. So they, that's how you trickled down to junior B. Um, so, you know, I just, uh, you know, now everybody and their brothers you know, and so, yeah. you know, it's oh, yeah. kind of watered it down a little bit, but, um, I, I guess the good thing is that there are more people that are interested in the game. So, I mean, you want to grow the game. That's the whole idea. So I, I, hope, you know, so you hope that, you know, it gets that the, uh, the quality gets, uh, gets better and it will, it just, it's going to take time, but, um, cool. so when you're, you, you get to Toledo. Uh, do you mm-hmm. remember anything, uh, about when you first went into the locker room? Was there any like, uh, Hey rookie, you know, type of thing or.
1: No. Um, I mean, when I made the team and stuff, you had the, uh, doing the hair all blonde, bleaching our hair blonde and, and looking, looking like a blonde headed fool for, for the entire year, um. <laughs> Which I had fun the second year when I didn't have to do that and I got to bleach people's heads. <laughs> I, bet.
0: I bet you did.
1: <laughs> um, but no, I mean, everybody was respectful walking in the locker room. Um, and, and again, you just at tryouts, I, I think I, I remember Ference the most because of his accent. Yeah. Um, Ference shot most. <laughs> yep. Um I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, okay, we got we got some European. I was like, I like this. Let's do this.
0: Major um, feel global.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, what? I was like, in Toledo, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think that stood out, and then uh, just Omi walking in and, and talking to Omi and and just showing I belonged. I mean, I, I I just want to prove to the rest of the teammates and especially the veterans of the team that were, that came back. I mean, Nick Bellenau was a tremendous leader. My first year defenseman, great defenseman. Um, Larry Bryan was a great center. Um, I think I played on his line the first year. Um, I mean, Omi liked to move us around, but I think I played with Larry quite a bit. Um, that first year, um, Ferenc, I want to impress him. Um, Brandon Meisner, I knew he was a Toledo boy, I believe.
0: Yeah, he was just um, uh, like from just over the line in Michigan, but still, essentially Toledo.
1: Yeah, and that's the, right. Yeah,
0: the yeah. thing about Brandon Brandon yeah. Meisner that cracked me up is that dude was, I mean, he was five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing. But you think that that bothered him? Oh heck, no. That guy would go oh, into the he'd... corners and hack and whack, and I mean, you didn't mess with him.
1: Oh. Full speed. He'd, he'd go full speed into the quarters. And yeah, he was, a, a, he reminded Andrew Shaw, Andrew, Andrew Shaw, Blackhawk. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Canadian eventually, I guess. Um, But little, little guy that just, y- y- you hate to play against him, but you love that he's on your team because he's just a feisty little guy that gets under your skin and just attacks and just goes. And, and, and he, he had great hands. He was a great goal yeah. scorer too. Yeah, he could I put mean, the puck in the net. He, he was a gritty, gritty, grimy little player and, and but you he, he was I mean that whole team was great. Larry was great, Nick was great. Uh but yeah, Meisner was a little feisty guy. Yeah, he, he, was he, he was
0: a crap disturber before they knew what a crap disturber was. You know, he was <laughs> so but uh so now when you came to Toledo, uh do you remember I, didn't you bill it with the Robinsons?
1: I was, yeah, I was with Mike and Diana uh, for a little bit. or No, I think the entire first year I was with them. Okay. And then the second year, um, I was with them for a little bit. And then I went out. I lived in Adrian, Michigan with the Rouser family. They're a billet family ah, yes. for a little bit. Uh, um, so I, I lived out there with them because the second year, Chris Zinkovich... Um, was he was their? He started living there first. Uh, he was their original ch- child, I guess. <laughs> uh, whatever we were called. Um But his car, I think, broke down, and he needed rides. And Adrian was like thirty-five minutes away, yeah. and uh Mike and Diana, I loved them, but they had, I think, five or six kids in their place, mm. and it was it was a little cramped, little cramped for my style, so. Um, I said, Hey, I, they got plenty of room in Adrian. I'll go help this kid drive to practice. And, and, it was, it was a big, big house they had there in Adrian too. So not, not too shit.
0: No, Not at all. No, I remember them. Um, the mom was always at the rink anyway. So she came to, always, always at the, always at the rink at the games and stuff. Uh, but now, uh, do you remember your, yeah. Oh yeah. The, uh, do you remember your first goal? when you played in Toledo that first year?
1: Nope. Not, not a clue. Okay. Well, hey. I really, I really don't.
0: Do you remember any of your first, your first uh, game, your first maybe scrap?
1: Uh, gosh, God, Mick, I wish I could. I, I honestly know. Playing hockey is like a blur. I, I I lose my mind when I'm out there. I, I, I just go in this space in my head and and just play. I just zone out everything and I just play hockey. I just do what I've been doing since the age of four. Um, and I just put it all together. And I, I, I mean, I remember some goals that I've had that were, I thought nice goals, um, but not, not my first, no, for, no first fights, no, no first, any of that. Um, well yeah, I mean, I mean.
0: Who was your uh, Who was your biggest uh, rival back then when you when you put that uniform on? Who was the team that you got fired up for the most?
1: Oh God! I think I hated the Metro Jets the most. I really hated playing them. And
0: that seems to be a recurring theme with people I talk to because. Uh for the longest I mean for the longest time we used to beat them uh handily. And then right around the, that era, right around that time they started getting good. And then they kinda went through after they won the national title in two thousand two. That was uh John Cooper who now coaches the Tampa Bay Lightning. Right. Well yep. uh after he left, it started to kinda eh, again. And then, right around within the last, probably over the last decade, the uh, the Jets have gotten to be really good again, and they they have been a very very talented team, and uh, really have been putting it together, and uh, they've been you know tying again. It's just one of those things where, with them, it doesn't matter. You know the old cliche: throw the records out when they play Toledo you throw the records out because you know, it's going to be nasty and you're going to be in for a long night because the two teams are just like water and oil. They just don't mix. They don't. Right. You know,
1: they're they're, right. And and that's why I remember, they're just gritty and dirty. And and, I mean, they're, they're, they're a bunch of Brandon Meisner's. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm sure Brandon feels pretty proud about that right about now. And, uh, yeah, he like I said that that kid, oh, he cracked me up. But you know, yeah, and the other thing too with Metro was you were there the the night when um uh, were you there the night when uh Andy had to go in because uh Chris Elliott was was sick and uh they played the up at Metro and Andy got run. They saw that Potsy was uh, the backup.
1: Uh, yes. I vaguely remember this, yes.
0: Yeah, and they, yes, yes. they run Andy, and then Potsy ends up who's a forward. You know, he's just this gangly redhead from Fort Wayne who... <laughs> and, uh, you it know,
1: great,
0: he played, yeah, he played He played like, what, like a couple of games in go, in goal uh, when he was a little kid. And that was all his experience. So he's like, hey, I'll do it. and And I will nope. always respect him for that. He just went in there and hey I'll do it you know and the thing was is that he played his butt off you know I think we lost i think two to one that night and he was mad that he gave up you know that that they lost and like we all were but I was more angry at the kid that ran andy i mean ugh. oh yeah. that was just uh I was just furious it
1: was it was dirty they they knew they knew yep and and i mean you you, you, you sent your team after a goal i mean you just don't do that um, it's just dirty. It's dirty hockey. And yeah, that's, that's how Metro played. That's why I didn't like them.
0: <laughs> yep. And and what was funny was, is that they made nationals that year and I, we made nationals that year and it was up in Hartford, Connecticut. And, uh, that was like to the 2000, I think that was the 2000, 2001 season. Anyway. Um, so we're, go, we're in, we're in Hartford, East Hartford or wherever it was. And, i didn't get i didn't stay with the team the ownership group didn't stay with the team the gm didn't stay with the team they were at a different hotel because the players all they kept all the players from all the teams in one hotel and i'm like hey mm. what could go wrong there right anyway
1: yeah uh, that's my choice
0: yeah yeah anyhow uh so we're over at this other place real nice hotel and uh where all the executive types were staying and then me <laughs> but um, we're all over there and I couple times the bus didn't come to pick us up and the uh, other folks drove and they took off and left and I had no way of getting to the rink so I had to uh, bite my tongue and the the guys that owned the Metro Jets at the time uh, Butch Wolf and his hope. wife gave me a ride to the rink. And <laughs> yeah, I I was I bit my tongue didn't say I didn't say boo for most of that trip. I just shook my head, <laughs> nodded my head, whatever. And I didn't say anything cuz and 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 to be honest after that Butch and I we start we got along. We became friends. But I mean up to that point I just wanted to ooh just uh just wanted to just smack him right in between those guys you know just let them have it but uh that was again that's just part of the of the rivalry that was i mean there are teams where you just did you just hated those people and it, it metro was one of them for me and flint was another one flint, the flint junior generals but there are other teams though too that we yeah. compete we competed like heck against them And I still respected and loved hanging out with them afterwards. We, I did, we did everything. Our teams did everything we could to beat them. Like an example of that would be St. Louis. St. Louis was a team that, oh man, that I my, they were my most, uh, uh, I wouldn't say heated or hated, but they were just the the team I wanted to beat the most. And you know that, but again, it was because you looked at their success. I mean Jack Behan coached them to 10 or six national championships I think in like 10 years. Yeah. I mean come on. You got guys in from that that team yes. that went to the NHL. Y- yeah, I want to beat them. You know? So, yes. you know, you yep. I mean but the thing is that I respected them and I lo- and I'm still friends with Jack to this day. We still keep in touch, we still call each other, check on each other, that kind of stuff and I absolutely love the guy. That's great. But Again, I wanted, to, I wanted to beat them like crazy. And then Metro was a team that, that was just part of the whole Toledo-Metro thing. It was just flat-out hate. You got your hate on for them. Yep. And, I mean, yep. you knew there was going to be a big uptick in penalty minutes when you play Metro. And to be honest, yep. to this day, Mickey, to this day, it's still about like that. They, when you play Metro, <clears throat> oh, yeah. you know, you're, you know, it's going to be the you're gonna, rivalry. Yes. The the rivalry will, will ensue. And, and the, uh, the score sheet will have a crap load of penalty minutes, you know? So that's just how it is. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I miss Flint because they're not in the league anymore, but man, they were another team that you just, uh, it was just gritty. It was nasty, but I still like their owners. I mean, their owner and GM, the Cronks, uh, there was Gail Cronk. He owned the team. He, he was a short little guy, and he talked like a pirate, and he had a, a stogie in his mouth. And it was like all that was missing was the eye patch, and he had it perfect. I mean, you'd listen to him. You'd just go,
1: arr, arr, let me tell you.
0: Arr, arr. You know, it's like, good Lord. You know, all that's missing. Where's the parrot, you know, on your shoulder? God. But uh, I liked him. He was a great guy. And same thing with his son, Kelly. No, nope. Other people had issues with him. I did not. I thought the he and I just got along. I don't know why, but we just did. Anyway, but that was another team that and we had a couple kids that got traded uh over over that era uh a little after you, but they got traded from I think from Flint to Toledo and Toledo to Flint and it just I mean it it like I said, it just made it just stoked things up and made him a lot more feisty. And stuff, but uh, yeah.
1: Columbus was a team I disliked, also. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but was not the crush? They,
1: that they, they come to mind. Was that yeah? Right, the crush. Yeah, I think that's. Columbus, because they yeah, I don't even know what they were
0: back then. They had the Columbus Crush, and for a little while they were the Columbus Junior Blue Jackets, the Junior Jackets, and that that only and lasted. The, I like thought they
1: were the Jackets. Yeah, they were. I think they're the Junior Jack or the Crush. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Well,
0: they, they were the they crush. were both of those, but I just don't know which era they were in when you were there. What they were, but I uh, I know they uh, they played. I know they played for a little bit out of the old Chiller Arena, and then uh, they went to. Uh, I'm trying to think of where they went to after that, but anyway, it's just still it was just um, the, those were just intense rivalries. You know, and I, I missed. I loved. That's what I loved about our, 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 team and our, and our league, was we had some of the best rivalries. And then later on, uh, one of our biggest rivalries was against Chicago, of all places. Yeah, <laughs> the Chicago Hitmen, the Chicago Force, yeah. the Chicago Rush. I mean, they were changing their name like every other year. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yep, but,
1: Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Chicago Steel.
0: Yeah. Then the, I mean, but I'm just talking about it at our level in in junior B, uh, it was, I mean, they changed them like they ch- like you changed your underwear. I mean, it was crazy. They had the, they started as the Rush, then they became the Force, then they became the Hitmen, then they became something else, uh, not Bulldogs, but something like that. Anyway, uh, they just, uh, yeah, and and so you. You just kind of got used to it after a while, but yeah, they became a big rival of ours and we're real feisty, especially back in like the, in the two thousands and that, in that first, in that first decade of the two thousands, it was just, it was, oof. It, it got really intense. So, uh, I, mean, no,
1: I, remember, I remember having a fight against the Chicago team out here in front of my dad and one of his buddies as Buddy's first game. I think he went to He just, just came to watch me play, um, and I got in a fight and I got kicked out. Um, but I remember, um, like I was, I was just skating around and and it was, it was hilarious. This kid, like he just started talking trash, and I was just like, whatever. And like I'm skating away from him, kind of. And then I hear this other guy just call me a name that you, you don't like, and then I was like, ah, oh, shoot! now I have to throw down, and I just we both take off our helmets this kid sh- big head he was huge like i think omi and witten and ludwig were all scared for my life with this <laughs> kid and 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 i thought i held my own pretty well and i got to the penalty box and and i'm getting fist bumps from witten and ludwig they're like nice job so it was but uh it was, it was it was against chicago um and it was it was a good good time good fight I do remember that one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. See, the thing is I remember a fight. I don't know if it was how long ago it was, but I remember we, it probably was after you. We had a fight in a get, uh, we had like about five, four or five guys. It wasn't quite a line brawl, but close, um, where it ended up just a mess. I mean, to the point where cops were coming into the stands to, to help break things up because there was fights in the stands. It, It just got nasty. I mean, nasty. And, I mean, you, you see players that weren't dressed from each side wanting to go at it in the stands. Uh, I'm I'm standing there. I'm sitting there doing play-by-play. And the Chicago broadcaster is like a few feet from me. He looks over at me and he goes, we're not going to have to do this, are we? I'm, I started laughing. <laughs> I started laughing. Oh, man, that was like the best line, you know, and stuff. But, yeah, it, I mean, that's the, that's how bad it got. As a matter of fact, that was last decade. And that's how, bad it, that's how bad it got. It was just uh, real intense. But, I mean, that aside, it was still a great rivalry. And that's why, like I said, I loved the Central States Hockey League because we had some great teams in there, great rivalries, oh, yeah. and, man, just some nutty stuff. Now, do you remember, uh, we'll start with at least the first year, do you remember some of the guys that you played with that were just kind of uh, Fruit Loops or just nutcases? I mean, in, in a good way. I mean, in a funny way.
1: Uh, Zach Hernandez was a character my first year. He was quite the character on the team. Um, he was a great player. Um, but he was character outside of the rink. I would say
0: he's a fast um, guy
1: too, wasn't he? He was like real speedy. Oh, he's quick. Yep. Oh, yeah, he was really speedy
0: because he wasn't a big guy.
1: Um, nope, he was a little guy also. Uh, but yeah, he was just quick. I mean, you could just dude, toss the puck. And, Ten feet in front of him, and he get it and lickety split and burned defenders. And it, it, like you, he was a flash. He just went. I don't even think he knew how to stop. Truly, <laughs> no, he did I think he just. Yeah, I think he just ran into the boards to stop. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs>
0: I think he enjoyed crashing uh, into people.
1: He did. He was. He was a good hitter and, and he was quick. Good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was. He was. He was kind of, i mean i guess goofy in a good way outside the rink um larry was a fun kid i mean we we all hung out i mean the entire team kind of hung out um i love justin davidson he was always a quiet one mm-hmm. um, but he, he was a great guy but he was all quiet and, and serious all the time um but it was just a great group of guys and we all got along yeah, i mean both years
0: now that second year you had uh that's when Rico Day came in, right?
1: That was Rico, uh Donnie. Donnie Holt. My good friend Donnie Holtz, my good good buddy. Um yeah, that was Rico. Re- I think Jepsen came the second year, okay. Dane Binn the second year, um Nick Matske I think was the second year. Wow. Uh Haberland, who sorry to hear lost his life recently, yeah. so my condolences to him and his family. Yep. Um, so that's terrible, and same about uh, McCarthy, Ron McCarthy.
0: Yeah, uh, wow. truly,
1: truly, truly sad to hear about both those. Um,
0: yeah, that's three now. I mean, with AJ Fletcher, who played uh, last decade, but still, um, all those guys, man, gonna be sorely missed because they contributed not only to the cherokee and uh, dr doc, doc mccarthy's case i mean started the thing you know so you, yeah, you, know, exactly. you you know you you tip your hat to all three but now um, oh, you when you amen now when you had um uh that second year uh you know obviously now you got loose cannons like uh, jeff jepson and dane Binn. oh my <laughs> god oh my gosh that that yeah, those
1: are the those are the goofy
0: guys. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh I think the statute of limitations might be up, maybe uh in in some instances, but uh uh did you were you more uh were you more tempted back then to get into trouble?
1: Uh a little bit probably. Yeah. <laughs> I probably got into more trouble with those 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 guys. Um <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it was the youth coming in and, and teaching the old veterans to relax a little bit. I mean, I kind of like to think I did that the, the first year to my veterans. But I probably wasn't as fun as Jepson and Ben and Rico and Holtzy were. And uh, Jordan Levy was that year. Oh, yeah. Uh, was Guthrie, I think, was the first and second. Wasn't Guthrie yeah. both years? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we just we just all had a great great time. That second year, that oh second God. year crowd was fun. Yeah. First year is just as fun, but sec- second year I think I was more relaxed and because I was already on the team, I didn't have to worry about trying out really. Well, the fact uh, also is that
0: you were a rookie when you came in that first year, and then the second year you're basically becoming a vet, turning into a vet. So you kind of right. some of right, your expectations exactly. of you as a first year guy uh, weren't there. So, so <laughs> release the hounds. <laughs> But, uh, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so, uh, now do you remember that second year, uh, as far as, um, uh, you know, some of the more, uh, like we talked a little bit about the game with Metro where Andy got ran. Do you remember any of the, uh, who your line mates were in that first year?
1: Oh, or second, year, I'm sorry. I... Second year,
0: second year. Cause you mentioned the second
1: first year. year uh... I mean, I played with Holsey a little bit, quite quite a bit. I thought Holsey was on my line for quite a bit, um, but he he kept messing up his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, uh, God, I remember playing with Holsey. I remember who else? I mean, I think Haberland was on my line for a little bit. Um, I think he put he put me with a lot of different players on my because I, I, I was. I was playing center with the Cherokee because I I switched back from wing to center and, and I think he switched my line my wingers up occasionally. Um and just put people with me and um I, I think Dane Bin was on my line for a little bit. Um I think we all played for a while together, but I, I remember Holty uh Braden Kopravica was on my line for a little bit. That that was first year, I think. Okay. Um yeah, I mean, I think I played with most of the forwards that second
0: year. Okay, so now, um, let me ask you what comes to your mind? Either
1: that, or I just took too long on the ice and I never got off, and they're just switching. <laughs>
0: oh man, I, I who, who am I to judge? I wouldn't know. I was, I was just up in the booth yelling and screaming like a schoolgirl, so and 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 as slow as I was in trying to describe the play, you probably was perfect timing, he could catch up. Because you were still out, but uh, no. But uh, what do you think of when uh, you, when I throw those the names out of Todd Omi, Kirk Ludwig, and Mike Witten?
1: The uh, Class X, great, great guys. I mean, I. would Kirk Ludwig actually took me in and, and I worked with him at uh, Prudential Securities. I was, I, was, I was doing being cold calling for him and calling clients. And I don't know how he'd ever let me do that for him, but <laughs> uh, he, he, he took me in and, and let me work with him um, and gave me a job because I was out of high school. I didn't have money. I needed to make some money. Um, so he gave me a little part-time job, cold calling clients for him, which was awesome. Um, but just class acts. I mean, Witten, and again taught taught me how to throw my arms together and and actually punch somebody kind of thing um, on the ice. I guess I should. yeah. Um, and should Todd, terrify Todd, that. I mean, just <laughs> Todd, Todd. was just a class act. Just a great coach. Um, knew when it was time to get serious. Knew when it was time to joke around. Um, he had game time. He had his game face on all the time, and and it was it was go time and and the team knew it and uh, all three just tremendous coaches.
0: Yep. And no question. And uh, it's, man, that's funny. I wonder, I wonder if Witt is teaching his girls how to do that. Now he's the coach of the uh, Bowling Green University uh, women's club hockey team. So
1: very nice.
0: Yeah. So that's where he's at right now. And uh, I mean, uh, it's, He's that's his that's his love, man. That that game is his love, no question. But uh, it's oh. it's funny. That's funny to you know talk about those guys. And and Ludwig, I have told I've told this to folks from time to time, but he was my go-to interview uh, between periods because we'd have anywhere between fifteen and seventeen minutes of time to kill. And I I will never forget this. I love this. I love that man to this day because whenever i needed to kill an intermission i mean kill it all i needed to do was just uh talk to lucky because what he would do is because <laughs> this guy to say he likes to talk that's like uh you and me saying we like to breathe okay this guy i would sit there and this would be this would be my whole prep for uh, i mean yeah me and prep yeah right but here's here's my total prep for an interview with kirk ludwig He'd walk up. I'd just look at him and go, so, Luddy, real interesting period there, huh? And that was it. (laughs) If I had to go to the bathroom, if I had to go get something to eat, get something to drink, whatever, you know, go check on, uh, you know, go check and make sure my car is parked safely, whatever. If I wanted to take a trip to Myers or Kroger, I could do it. This guy would start and he would not stop. There was a, like once or twice I actually had to go, Letty, the 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 Zamboni's off the ice. They're coming back out. <laughs> Players are coming back. Yeah. So I mean, I I just I love that guy. He he made he made uh, what I did so much fun. I mean, between him, Wit, and, and and Todd Omi, that was I mean they were so much fun. And, uh, some of the stories I could tell with them, that's another podcast altogether in itself. But uh, I will, I will, I will leave that for, for, for that time. But, uh, I, I, we had a ball. I mean, I, that I really enjoyed myself when it was the three of them. And I mean I loved all my other oh, coaches too. I loved it. You know, I did. I had a lot of fun, but that was the era that you were there and that's why I'm referencing it. But those guys were those guys were crazy too. They were nuts.
1: They're great. Oh, I loved them. They're great. All three of
0: them. So, you finish your second year of playing and uh what were your options at that point and what made
1: you decide what you did? Um so let's see, after Toledo, was college. Um, I had some D3 options to go to some D3 schools. Um, and I just, I, I, I didn't want to deal with the strict workout regimen. I didn't want to deal with the curfew. And I didn't even know if I, it, it, they are talking about redshirting me the first year. And, and I, I just wanted to play hockey. I, I didn't want to sit on a bench and watch other people play. Um so my brothers were at the University of arizona um they were playing hockey and i I didn't want to follow them um but it it kind of made the most sense and going to a hockey rink in flip-flops and shorts was awesome uh every day so yeah, <laughs> it was great um and it, it was a great school and and so I went to University of Arizona and, and played my four years there.
0: Now, wow, man, how, how – I mean, what was the caliber of hockey? I mean, was it pretty decent for, you know, that level? Uh, you guys – I mean, who were some of the – I mean, were you just strictly a Pac-12 schedule?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, we played some other teams. Um, we played Delaware, Rhode Island, uh, the St. Louis Billikens, um Penn State um mainly but, but yeah we had Arizona State we played uh Colorado um but yeah it, it was it was Pac-12-ish I guess um Utah had a team Weber State uh where Ian Soldano went uh, yeah I played against Ian in college um but yeah it was it was the Ohio Bobcats we played Ohio we play, played against Rico Day and Guthrie and uh, Krolak, I think, was on on that team, yep. and and they, I was pissed because they killed us that game. And, <laughs> and there's nothing. I mean, and all of them were just beating up on me that entire game, and I just couldn't do anything. I was, I was just they they attacked me, and I was just I was like, I had nothing. I was I was like, you you guys got me,
0: <laughs> Uncle Uncle.
1: Um, yeah, I was just like, all right. Oh um, God. But no, it was fun. It was great talent. It was a great team, and and that that's what I mean. I mean when the guys I was playing with at Toledo were playing for these other teams that I'd be playing. It just Arizona made the most sense. Um, I would love to go to Ohio and play with them or somewhere else, but Arizona just call, called my name a little bit more.
0: And and the fact that I, I've still got that in my head, flip-flops and shorts going to the hockey rink.
1: Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. Man. And then getting out and in, in, it's 90 degrees. I mean, I, I hated cold weather. Think of me as a, I I hate cold weather. I hate the cold, but – I play hockey. <laughs> go figure.
0: Make that makes sense. You know, Mickey, that makes sense. Some reason that as warped as that may sound, I understand <laughs> it. I understand it. But uh it, and what makes it even more perfect is you play four years in Arizona. Uh now did you stay in Arizona after college for a while or did you come back go back home?
1: No, I stayed in Arizona for a while. Um I stayed about god fifteen years or so. Wow. I moved Oh God, I was out there oh one to roughly two thousand and fourteen. So maybe thirteen years. Okay. Roughly. All right. Um twenty fifteen maybe. Um but yeah, I was in Arizona for a while. I started um I started working in hotels out there. Um after college and I was enjoying doing that out there. I, I, I love the warm weather. It was great. Uh, I actually had a family friends whose place I was living in for a few years out there and it was, it had a pool and it was, it was all to myself and it was amazing. And they, it was, they, they live in Chicago, but they're family friends. So they just had this house, but they, they'd come every so often out there and hang with me, but it, it was great. I wouldn't mind because the rest of the time I have 10 of the Twelve months, I had the house to myself. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was great. What in the
0: wide, wide world of sports made you want to go back, back home?
1: Uh, I got burnt out of hotels. They never closed. I was always I was a GM of a hotel, and I just was always on call. And I just got I was just I was just getting burnt out on it. And I was just like, you know what? I can't. I can't. Like I was getting two AM, three AM phone calls all the time, and it, it was just. I was like, this, this ain't for me anymore. I was like, I, I, I need some days off and in the hotel world, you really don't can't take days off, especially when you're the GM. Um, but it, it, um, but yeah, I just got sick of that. And then, um, I, I started dating a girl and, and she had a friend in Texas who was doing an insurance gig, selling insurance. And he offered me a job and I got burnt out on on hotels and said okay let's let's go do insurance for a little bit so i lived in dallas texas for two years after that
0: oh, okay so i used to my family's from there so i can i can appreciate that i was uh well they were i wasn't a big fan <laughs> <laughs> well let's put it this way that's why i'm here and i'm not there i actually went after high <laughs> school I, I tried to live down there for a while and i honestly i loved it i mean i loved the warm weather but It wasn't as built up as it is now. Now they they got, it's so crowded and everything there. But uh, I just, uh, they didn't have hockey then. You know, they had the Dallas Freeze, which was a Central League team. And nobody, well nobody went, nobody paid attention to it. Nothing. Zero interest in it. And there were no junior programs or any kind of, you know, amateur hockey programs, really, in Dallas. So I was like, I missed that. You know, I miss the change of seasons. I don't mind snow every now and then. But, you know, after a while, when you get old, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. I I miss the warm weather now. But the thing is, is that uh, down there, let's put it this way. You'd get at a Dallas freeze game, you'd get about maybe 300 fans, tops, okay? Down the road at the Sportatorium in downtown Dallas, you could go to a professional wrestling card of a of a, a of a promotion that was their own, their own Dallas promotion. And they'd pack in six thousand at least every night, if not more. So if that tells you how their world was back then. Uh but uh it's like I said, yeah. Dallas is a cool place, but I didn't like the sports teams. I hated the Cowboys. Uh there was no, there was I can't stand them. Yeah, I I, I, there, I there's no uh I didn't care about the Mavericks. Uh, you know, and of course, uh, I didn't like the Rangers because I was a Detroit fan. So, you know, what was really there for me, being a sports guy, what was there for me? Not
1: much, you know. So I came back. I didn't like Longhorns. I didn't like Texas Tech. I just, I yep. just, I just uh, the only team I like. Hate the, hate the state. The city was cool. I just didn't like the state. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I was like, you know. They think they're their own country, and I'm just like, ah. I'm like, who? Like, I I remember going, when I was at Arizona, I went to South Padre Island, Texas, Mm -hmm. for spring break. All right. And their Bud Light bottles had the Texas state flag on it. And I was just like, why is their Bud Light different than any other states? Like, why do you have your own Texas and, and... it maybe it's jealousy of the state, but I just, I was like, what? That's so weird. Like in Illinois, you don't have the state of Illinois or you don't have the state of Arizona. When I was drinking Bud Light there, but I'm in South Padre Island and they have, like the state flag on their Bud Lights. And I was just like, uh,
0: well, at least I don't know. here, here in Detroit, they had sorry, to buy all one.
1: the Texas people out there.
0: Yeah, I'm one of them, but it's okay. You know, like I, <laughs> I, um, I, I, I understand it, but see, like the only Texas team I had a real, like, affinity to was where my dad was from and that was the baylor bears so and they were horrible back then i mean they had out of 119 back then out of 119 college football teams they were as far as who was the best team to the worst they were ranked 119th so they i mean uh, yeah they were brutal they, they would lose to they, they changed that program around yeah they did and then they had to. yeah that's we now we know why but uh they've actually gotten it a lot it's a lot better now because yeah Broyles uh did a few things he shouldn't have and got busted but even after all of that crap they've got a good respectable team now and they're not too bad and it's fun to watch them and cheer for them for, again but
1: uh, the girls basketball has always been good, too. They're the Brittany Grimes, I think, was there for yeah, a while. She, yeah, yeah.
0: And then Kim Mulkey was the there until just recently. She was the coach and got inducted into the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame uh, this year. Or grind your Yeah, I know I know who you're talking about. But, yeah, uh, yeah but yeah. Kim Mulkey was the coach, and she just left there, left Baylor for LSU. And uh, But she got in, in – uh, she won, a, I think, one or two titles – uh, with Baylor for the national championship.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, I think
0: it's fun. Right. Yep, yep. So, but anywho, getting back to us talking all this other stuff here. Uh, you, so you.
1: Yeah, you, no more Texas stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I'm gonna ship you. I think I'll ship you a six of, of Bud Light, and I'll have a I'll have a, a Texas flag on there. You know, just just for the fun of it. Just for them.
1: You, you can send some of that barbecue and brisket and that smoke smoked, <laughs> smoked meat that they had. That that stuff was good. Oh dude. Uh, they had some great, great smokehouses out there.
0: A website, okay? I normally don't push other websites and stuff uh that have nothing to do with us, but goldbelly.com. You put
1: you, We love it. You use it? I, yes, me and my wife got uh, my brother and, and, like, my entire family all, like, gift cards uh, for a holiday, I think, to Gold because we love it. It's amazing.
0: Yes. I mean, you get uh, – I, I, I got uh, you, you, brisket, you know, from Texas. You can get anything. Kansas City steaks, Memphis ribs, uh, yep. and from those places, and uh, Chicago yep. pizza, New York pizza. You know, I, I mean, my gosh, they've got everything. You wanna get New York bagels? I mean that this place is the place to yep. go order from. It is so great. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. now I'm hungry. Anyhow. Uh so <laughs> so now you how did you meet your wife?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> you know those lovely online dating apps? Yes. <laughs> dating apps. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh little, little little dating app called Bumble. Okay. <laughs> My wife's sitting right in front of me now, so this is great. <laughs> so uh, she
0: can she uh, can talk if she at... wants. I want to hear her story. I don't know how she says <laughs> so too.
1: It's it's a dating app called Bumble. Um, it, it, I mean you've heard of Tinder and those. All the it's, other ones it's yeah. similar. For, I got you. But uh, with Bumble, it it kind of I guess I don't know. It's supposed to be a more classier Tinder, I guess. And the girl has to reach out to you first. Okay. Uh. So even if we matched, I couldn't say like, "Hey, baby, what's up?" or anything gotcha. like that. Uh, she she had to message me first, and then yeah, she had to talking. say,
0: Wait, hey, baby, what's up?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. She had to schmooze me first.
0: <laughs> and, hey, I like uh, this. Too bad it wasn't wrong when I was single. Anyway, but
1: uh, it was great. But no, we started talking, and then I finally got enough courage to ask her for a number, and I called her and asked her out on a date, and we went on on dates and here we are about to celebrate our 2 year wedding anniversary
0: that is fantastic
1: now um and we got we got two baby girls on the way come august
0: well congratulations that is fabulous that is yeah. so great thank you that is so great do you got thank do you, you got names picked out yet
1: <laughs> we got one <laughs> so so my brother's got two 6 year old twin girls uh uh-huh. um, and so we didn't think twin girls was going to happen. We thought we'd at least have one and one. <laughs> so, so we got one girl name and one boy name, but we didn't have a boy. We had two girls. Um, so, we're going to um, Finley Rose is going to be one of them, and then we don't know number two yet.
0: Rose Finley. No. Anyway, uh, but <laughs> just switch it. <laughs> it makes it
1: easier. I said Finley Rose is little sister. <laughs> but no, we're. Rose Finley, baby, baby number two is going to have a very thought out name.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, and and you better make sure that uh, you better make sure that she's happy with it. Always remember, when Mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy.
1: Oh, right. oh yeah, she she's. I I kind of picked the Finley, and and she picked the Rose, and we kind of put those together. So I think it's kind of she's going to pick the first name. I'm going to pick the middle name of the second one, kind of thing this time around so
0: okay well just take your time because and, and worst case scenario if you find a name you don't that you want but she might say no to it's okay because especially with you picking the middle name you guys can still get the middle name that'll make her happy but as a nickname you can call it the kid the name that you originally wanted
1: right exactly so
0: exactly. there you go problem solved Anyway, that's what I'm here for, you know? No, but. Uh,
1: I was just going to have another little Mickey. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe M- Michaela, nickname her Mickey.
0: <laughs> See, I think that would be awesome. That would be awesome. So, you know, I mean, it, it, it get, let her have that, uh, you know, the daddy's girl thing going, you know? So. Yeah. You know that's, exactly. that exactly. try to try to figure these things out. Anyway, so now
1: it'll be fun. We're excited.
0: Uh, I am so happy for you, man. That really, I mean, really, I am just tickled to death.
1: Um, are you are you nervous? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I did, we, we didn't think twins, and and we're we're having two. I mean, I was nervous for one, so yeah, I mean, no little no more nervous for two. But I mean, mm-hmm. and I, the right amount of nervous. I mean, I, th- I think
0: the good we, kind we of nervous. Gotta,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I'm these. I'm gonna be liable for these kids. I mean, <laughs> Mick, you you didn't see me grow up. Yeah, <laughs> who would put me in charge of who would put me in charge of kids?
0: Um, <laughs> <But>. pass. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll leave that alone. Uh, anyway,
1: but bro, no.
0: you know what the funny part is though, Mickey. Honestly. Most of the guys that were real uh, goofballs growing up, they tend to be the most responsible, uh, level-headed, and mature people when they're adults. I mean, obviously you get the... Can you say that again for my wife to hear? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, is, is uh, Is he not that right now? Is that what you're trying to say? I mean, he's a man-child. <laughs> oh, my God. But he
1: steps out when he needs to.
0: Okay. Who would you say is the much more mature one, him or you?
1: Oh, she is, for sure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> she is, for sure.
0: Yeah, she, she's very that's humble about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She, but uh, man, August, man, that is so great. I, I can't tell you how great that is because, and it's really weird because to I'll say this to both of you, the, the really hard part about this for me, for, you know, uh, I, I would say this about coaches, about dads, et cetera. Um, just when you watch kids like Mickey, the last time I saw you was when you were with Toledo, you know, this is the first time we've talked to each other in since those days and oh. it's really weird because yeah i've seen you i've seen you on social media etc so i know you grew up that's a good thing uh, but the thing is yeah. is that when you see uh when you see these when, you know my, my most of my associations and memories of you are from back when you were a kid a, a very immature goofball but You were still, but you were still a good kid. You just, like all of us, you were flawed. And, um, you know, but the thing is, is that it's, 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 it's funny because I still see you as a kid. You know, like I say, most of my memories in there are of you as a kid. And it's like, now it's like, it's one of, it's one of my kids having a kid. You know, <laughs> you know, that's how you look at it. Right. You know, you, I mean, right, right. You, I look at I mean, I've got uh, a couple of players who are now in their uh, mid 40s, early 40s. And they're talking, you know, about, you know, their kids in, in high school. And I'm like going, holy crap, you know, it, it, it makes you realize how much time has passed because I did, you know, when I started, I was, you know, older. I was a little older than you guys were. So, you know, it, uh, considerably older, uh, you know. But the point is, is that, you know, when it's your kids having kids, you, even though they're grown men and, they're, and they've and they got wives and families of their own, the whole nine yards, circle of life, they're still your kids. You still look at them as kids because you watch them grow from irresponsible, snot-nosed little punks. Or as yep. or as, uh, <laughs> as as my old man used to call them tax write offs. Anyway, they'd go from <laughs> they'd go from that to being these productive, uh, decent human beings. And obviously, you were you were good enough if uh, she called you. So just remember that
1: she called you. I know. I, I I lucked out. Yeah. Oh yeah, you hit the lottery. There's no question. I, I hit the I hit the jackpot for sure. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. But, but remember it was her that had to call you first. So obviously you must've, you must've done something right. So. Uh,
1: oh, it was just my, it was just based on pictures. She's just very shallow and thought I was good looking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All I can, well, Mickey, all I'll say is this uh, and you'll get used to hearing it often, especially after you have kids enjoy the couch. <laughs> Enjoy the couch, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that was too much fun. But dude, I mean it oh, seems like funny. it seems like we've only been talking ten minutes and already we're I mean, here we are. Holy crap. So it's been crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it went so fast. But uh before we wind her up, let me I'm gonna ask you a couple things that I ask most folks. And uh, that is this. Uh what would uh Mickey Meehan today, what advice would you give to that kid that came from Wisconsin to Toledo and uh, came in there and suited up and put on that number 18 jersey? What what, what advice would you give to him?
1: Uh, oof. Have fun. Um, less less partying, but, but still have fun. Be more disciplined. Um, focus a little bit more. Um, but they'd still have fun I mean that, that was the bottom line and, and again when I played hockey it was, it was an escape and, and it just my whole world outside of it just went away it was just me on the ice and um, just have fun doing that and off the ice a little, little less partying I would say
0: <laughs> oh hey that makes sense um, now uh, the last thing I'll wind you up with here is uh, I usually allow, I usually have you talk to Cherokee Nation, which is the folks that tune this in. Um, the co- alumni coaches, the coaches, uh, current players, past players, uh, fans, you name it. Uh, we're very fortunate. We got a decent crowd that tunes in these things. Uh, what would you like to say to them?
1: Thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for letting me. Be a part of your organization uh thank you to the coaches kirk todd mike whitten uh for for teaching me i mean they taught me discipline they taught me i mean they taught me a lot of stuff um but they, I, I i nothing but love and thanks and gratitude for uh, it, yourself mick you, you what you do for the cherokee organization uh you, you're you're awesome this is great um but i, I it, it was too of some of my best years of my life. I mean, it, it, it's, I I wouldn't be the man I was, I am today without playing hockey for the Toledo Cherokee for those two years. Um, And I got nothing but love and gratitude for the entire Cherokee organization.
0: Well, I tell you, the feeling's very mutual because we loved having you as crazy as you were. You brought a lot of life into that team, and, and for those two years, and made it uh, made it fun. And you got and the thing is, yeah, my,
1: my teammates made me the player I was. It wasn't me.
0: <laughs> well, the thing I is, know. though, is that it still took it, you had to you had to uh, come to the table with something. And as crazy as you were, you still, I mean, when the game was going, you still contributed, and you were a heck of a hockey player. You were. That's. The plain and simple truth. So uh, that's, I mean, the fact that I remember you, the fact that I remember the number you wore, uh, all the little things, <laughs> for better or for worse, all the little things, it still meant a lot because uh, there are guys who I thought the world of back then who I couldn't even remember you know, where they were from or nothing now, and it, there's just a lot of guys I try to reach out to that um you know i i do from memory but it it was absolutely no problem whatsoever uh when it came to you because i just remember damn that kid's crazy he's gonna if he doesn't get himself killed he's gonna be all right (laughs) you know (laughs) and and by god you turned out okay (laughs) so that's the important thing it's not how you start it's how you finish so uh you know I, i i just please keep in touch um I, I know this, like I, I've told everybody prior to this, is that eventually when we get to whatever normal supposed to be, uh, when we get that chance, I'm going to throw together a reunion. And it's, it, yeah, we'll probably have an alumni game for the younger guys and stuff, and that's fine. Whoever wants to play that can play it. But what I want to do mostly is get a bunch of the guys back together from the, over those 20 years that can come. We'll go do it where we can go and watch a Cherokee game. Drink a couple of uh, diet, diet sodas and uh, go and uh, laugh our butts silly telling stories and having a good time reliving that, you know, for a night. Just where we do it on, you know, for one night where we can just sit there, be ourselves and all the noise you hear in the arena is going to be from us laughing (laughs) because we're telling stories. I love it. So that's that's the Let's game. Do plan. it. That's the game plan. So I will keep you in the loop. I promise. And uh, they uh
1: have they updated Tamushaner yet? Well,
0: they don't. Is it still. Yeah, actually, they have, but the Cherokee don't play in Tamushaner anymore. They where they at? The, well, they moved in two thousand right after you left. Right after the, you, ah. the year after you left, they moved from Tamushan because they couldn't get any good. Number one, they didn't have a locker. Room. They always had to drag their their gear even for practice, in and out to the uh, travel locker rooms at Tam O'Shanner. Well, they couldn't get a permanent locker room in there. So they left Tam O'Shanner and uh, moved to Monroe, Michigan, which is about maybe 20 minutes north of Toledo. Well, that didn't set well with the league. So, But what happened was, was that there was an old barn in North Toledo called the Ice House. And it was there when I was a little kid. Well, it got real dilapidated. It got converted into a bunch of different things: a flea market, a place where they did auto repair, batting cages, you name it—all uh, kinds of weird stuff. Anyway, uh, Lee Eckman, uh, Sap Miller, da- uh, Mike Dane Bin's dad, Mike—they uh, and I think there was one other guy. They all uh, got together and stuck some, bought the uh, the, the property and the building. And stuck some money into and refurbished it and made it back into a hockey arena and it probably holds maybe i don't know maybe about 900 to a thousand and uh it's it and and i mean it's all right you know i mean it's 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 suitable for junior hockey and for amateur hockey um the the minor league the minor pro team here the walleye they practice out there sometimes uh and everything and but uh, that's where the Cherokee play home, their home games now. And uh, so uh, it's, like I said, I, I, it's, we call it the house that Sap built. Nice. When Sap was alive, he poured his heart and soul into that place. But uh, there were other guys in there too as well, like I said. And they are just as deserving mm-hmm. of the, the kudos that they that they put into it. And, uh, but uh, yeah, they left the year after you played, they left and moved to Monroe. And, but to answer your question originally, they did fix up the first rink. They put in more seating. They put in a second level of seating on the in the corners and in the ends. And then they mm-hmm. still had the bar up there where you could look out the window and look over right. the ice. They still have that.
1: So, yeah. nice, nice, nice. All
0: right. Well, hey, bro. Very cool. Good. It was good to catch up with you. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time. And hey, best of luck and congratulations again on the impending fatherhood.
1: Mick, thank you. This has been a blast. Great, great to talk to you. And yeah, please stay in touch. And whenever you organize that Cherokee events, please, please keep me in mind. Let me know. Uh,
0: Consider it done. Don't even think twice. It will be done. So that's going to do it. Awesome, brother. Thank you. It's uh, episode 76 of the Cherokee Rewind. Thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget, you can subscribe to whatever platform you choose to use. And uh, just put in Cherokee Rewind and subscribe. And every time a new episode comes out, it'll let you know. So for Mickey Meehan, I am Mick. We'll talk to you again next time right here on the Cherokee Rewind.